Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the first episode in the Christmas series of the Delicious Podcast with me, Julie Smith. And this week I'm foraging for mushrooms with food writer, delicious columnist and River Cottage chef, Gil Meller. The theme of the series is It Wouldn't Be Christmas Without, and for Gil, it's a wintry walk in the woods, a chance to get a little lost and away from the madding crowd. It's just lovely to get out of the the house into the fresh air, albeit it's quite nippy, and stroll through the woods. It's one of my favourite places. It's nice and quiet. It's quite relaxing in a way, Um, if you wrap up warm. Yeah, there's you know. no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. That's very true. <laughs> and you, when you're walking, you are always foraging, aren't you, really? Can you just walk down this path without looking for something to put in that basket of yours? I'm always looking at my surroundings. Um, it might not always be with something edible in mind, but it's just looking at nature, really, and seeing how beautiful it is. Mm. I think... Um, Occasionally you do see things that are edible that you can throw in your basket. Um, So I know we're in the middle of winter now, but the nettles down there are actually in quite good shape. You could pick those and make a little soup. But what I'm really looking for, um, and what I hope we might find, is the last of the wild mushrooms, because there's a particular variety that grows in this wood that runs right through till Christmas time. Um, and the weather's kind of been on our side. We'd, we've had some rain, which makes them spring up and uh, hope to pick a few. Yeah. I know how to identify a small selection of edible wild mushrooms. I'm by no means a specialist. Yeah. And I think that's a really important point. Let's be really clear here. It's actually very dangerous, isn't it, to to eat the wrong mushroom. And we don't want delicious readers uh, not even getting to Christmas because they've eaten the wrong (laughs) mushroom. How do you find how to identify the right mushroom? Um, I've been lucky enough to work with a chap called John Wright, who is an expert forager. He is the, the real deal. Um, probably one of the UK's foremost authorities on on wild food. Um, He has taught me an awful lot about what not to pick and what to pick, but mostly what not to pick. Mm. Um, So that's left me with a a small selection of of things that I can recognise. 
he has written several best-selling uh, field guides for uh, hedgerow plants, for edible ingredients on the seashore, and uh, as I say, uh, one on mushrooms. So, referencing a, a small field guide that you could perhaps bring with you when you're out in the woods or out in the fields is is one of the best ways to to guarantee you're not picking the the wrong mushroom it takes a little bit of confidence to an extent you've got to make sure that you really are 100% confident that what you're throwing in the pan is edible look there's some amazing things around here now okay so we've just walked off the main path into a very mossy area it's much more covered and we've chanced upon these beautiful these are sort of mossy green uh, mushrooms all clumped on a, a on a tree trunk yes do you know immediately what these are no idea at all okay no we're gonna so... leave those then. they're <laughs> we're very gonna beautiful leave them. as i said you know i'm not an expert when it comes to foraging i kind of happy with that i know what i'm looking for and it's this variety called the hedgehog mushroom it's not that and that is not that stepping out into the woods like this going for a little walk is not for me all about the forage it's not about the hunt it's not about bringing back basketfuls of of mushrooms it's all about the experience Mm. it's about just getting away from the computer you know getting away from uh, recipe writing getting away from um, just the the conventional the day day and of course at Christmas time it's about getting away from the mass of people in your house and family Um, I mean Christmas can be quite overwhelming yeah Um, it can what's it like in your house Christmas at my place is is different every year you know, we've got um, quite a lot of extended family. Christmas kind of starts in November, really, at our place. Because the girls, they just, you know, as soon as, as that November hits, um, away they go. You know, they, they, the, the Christmas music starts coming on. The, November? God, that's a crime in my household. I know, but they love it. You know, they love, <laughs> the, they love the feeling. Yeah. It makes you feel kind of... So give us an Joyous. example of the, of the Christmas music they're going to be putting on. Well, it would be the kind of best of Bing Crosby, I, I imagine. As um, in my household. Yes, we're getting into a, a very... It's a very leafy area now. Of course, all the trees have shed their leaves and this produces most fertile mulch, doesn't it, for, for the woods? Yeah, it's, the ground is soft under our feet. There's lots of leaves... Um, but actually, there's quite a lot of shade because most of these trees are, are coniferous. They're, they're pine and, and other other varieties. So, you know, you've got quite a lot of canopy cover. Yeah, which is what mushrooms really love, isn't it? They do, yeah. And they love this damp, mulchy ground. Now, you say that you're kind of getting away from, from the computer means getting away from the book that you're writing I mean you are prolific with your books what's this latest one about Uh, the new book that I'm working on at the moment is about (coughs) celebrating vegetables essentially so it's a big book about veg um, fruit herbs salads Um, I think we could all do with eating a bit more of that stuff 
and maybe not eating so much meat and fish. That's, I mean, that's quite a big departure for you. Gather, for example, was all about foraging, and famously you talk about squirrel um, as one of the most sustainable meats, and you've written about that in your delicious column. But also thyme is a more nostalgic, meditative look at the way that you've eaten over the years and the way that we eat, and it's about roasts, lots of slow-cooked foods. I mean, one of the things about more vegetarian, more vegan lifestyles um, is that it's not such a slow cook. That's true, and it has been a little bit of a challenge just to factor in dishes that do give you that warming, comforting, deeply savoury feeling and taste and texture and so forth. Um, So I've been thinking quite hard about how that all works and what ingredients will really yield those fantastically warming results. But it is totally possible to to create wonderful dishes of that slow-cooked nature with with vegetables. Um, But really the, the, the idea that ties this book together is that I want to hopefully broaden people's kind of veg-based repertoire of, of recipes. Yeah. Um, I think if you can enthuse people to cook seasonal, locally grown fruit and veg, then it's going to have a positive impact on, on the environment, yeah. on your co- immediate community, and on your general health and well-being to be honest with you yeah I mean, um, and a lot of you prominent chefs you know the people with the big influence have been doing this you know nigel slater jamie oliver donald skian more and more people are turning to what donald calls veg forward foods um just to show us what to do with produce that actually grows around us all the yeah, time yeah. I mean, it's one thing cooking and eating vegetables that have been flown halfway across the world, wrapped in plastic. Um, It's another to support local farmers and growers who are producing something in an ethical and sustainable way, um, who really believe in what they're doing, who really believe in creating a future for the environment for the community that they live within um, and believe in producing food in the best possible way they can. Yeah, as environmental stewards, I mean, these people know more about actually looking after the environment than any of us do. Absolutely. And I, I feel that we don't support them in the way that we perhaps could do. So essentially the idea behind the new book is the same as the idea of going for a walk in the woods. It's about connecting to a more natural way of life. I think we can do that through the food we eat, through our food choices, um, supporting farmers and growers who are producing food in a, in a sustainable way, um, in a seasonal way, growing it locally. These are very important things. Going for a walk in the woods connects us to our environment, to the landscape around us, in the same way. They're the same. Now, we're not finding many mushrooms here, Gil. Is that because we're too busy chatting? 
We are chatting quite a bit. <laughs> One of the things about looking for, for wild food is that you really need to get in the zone <laughs> and you need to kind of tune your, your eyes in, actually all your senses. Um, and suddenly, out of nowhere, when you, when you found that spot, things start to appear. Uh, and because we're guessing away, I'm not really getting in the, the shall zone. We, shall we do that? I'll, I'll, I'll fade out and we can get into the zone and we'll find the mushrooms and we'll come back. Join us after the short break to see if we do actually find our forest feast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And as if no, by a magic, no. just as I put it on pause, you find some hedgehog mushrooms. Yes, they're one of my favourite mushrooms. And to see them here now is wonderful. So they grow in patches. We might find a few more as we walk on. But essentially, they are firm to the touch. They're kind of chamois leather um, in colour, if you know what I mean. Um, And what makes them very easy to identify is these spines underneath, um, which is why they're given the name the hedgehog mushroom. It's got, instead of gills or the sponge-like quality of the Belit mushrooms, it's got these uh, tiny little spines, uh, I'm sure expert foragers would would know exactly what their name is in latin but uh <laughs> i'm matter. i'm confident that this is uh what we're looking for um, they're lovely just fried in butter and piled on toast it does look like if somebody else had a little nibble first would that be dear i'm not sure it might be it Definitely might be someone else it might be someone else who's, who's if i take this come and look, there's, there's a intact one under That's that perfect. leaf so I'm going to have a little... It's come out of the ground very, very easily. It's a lovely little mushroom. What I like about doing this is how rewarding it feels. It's not... It's nothing special. It's nothing big. We're not changing the world. Um, but, yeah, it's just what lovely to... we are. I mean, that is... It is as simple as that, isn't it? It's, 
instead of doing all your shopping at the supermarket, go for a walk, find something lovely, and yes. just fry it with some butter. That's true. Anyone who goes out looking for, for wild food, they're not going to be out, it's not something they can survive off necessarily. I don't think it's going to make a dent in their shopping bill. In, in, in reality, yeah. what they are going to be able to achieve is, is a slightly more mindful way of living. Yeah. Um, for me, it's got more to do with just connecting to nature a little bit more uh, because I think perhaps we, we don't have time to do that anymore in the way that we, we might like to. Um, so we spend a lot of time working. We we all live very busy lifestyles, uh, quite hectic for some people, you know, in the city. Um, we just don't get time to to connect with the environment around us. And going for a walk in the woods, um, using our eyes to look around us, and perhaps you find some mushrooms, perhaps you don't. Uh, doesn't doesn't matter. really matter. No. Uh, what matters is that opportunity and that chance to just grasp something that is slipping out of our hands a little too fast your book is called root stem leaf Leaf. flower flower so it is about the whole plant so looking at that mushroom as an example of that you would how would you write about the root of that mushroom well the mushroom as as an organism if we, if we can call it that, mm. is quite fascinating. I mean, what we see growing out of the mulch here, out of the leaves, out of the, the twigs, is only a fraction of, of the mushroom itself. You know, the, the majority of this, this interesting and delicious edible food is spread throughout the forest floor under the ground, um, connecting trees to each other Uh, it's an incredibly important part of the ecosystem that surrounds us so we were very lucky with that mushroom that first time but actually i can't leap across this ravine uh, with a microphone in my hands i'm going to put it on pause less than two minutes later we have found a whole load of your beautiful hedgehog mushrooms yes and they're in such gorgeous condition Um, they've probably just come up overnight you know um, firm, nutty, and just underneath, you can see these tiny little spikes, which is why they have the name the hedgehog mushroom. Um, I did a recipe the other day for a deer and hedgehog pie. Oh and of course, it, the the title got um, some slightly alarming responses in that they thought there was hedgehogs going into the yeah. pie. But of course, it's just these lovely mushrooms. Um, sautéed with a little bit of garlic, some butter, parsley and piled on toast. They are just to die for. And they're one of the few mushrooms that, in my experience, will go on until Christmas. Mm. You know, so it's quite nice to see them this late in the year. Now, I pulled up the entire sort of bulb at the bottom. Yes. You're very delicately using your... Um, pen knife yes they you should really cut them at the base of the stem not pull them up because it takes the part of the root up as well and i think that has a an effect on how they they come back next year so yeah a little pen knife like this little opinel which i actually carry with me everywhere because i love it 
um, is just what you need. Yeah. Or you can get yeah. a proper uh, mushroomer's knife that has a little brush on the other end so you can brush off the, the soil and grit. But actually, these are so impeccably clean um, that, and would that uh, that's be not necessary. Because of the intense rain we've just had, would, they, would the rain have, have washed them clean? No, it's just that they're so fresh. They've literally just come up out of the ground. You can see that one poking out of the moss. Yeah. It's like a bit of a fairy tale it scene. Um, the moss is so soft. As I'm kneeling down on one knee, it feels like almost like a mattress. Yeah. It's really lovely. Um, and you've got these tones of green and in between that, these mushrooms just popping their caps out. So we've, we've got our mushrooms. Yeah. We've got, I mean, a quarter of a basket full. That was amazing. And now you're going to cook them up for me. I'm going to cook them up for you, actually. So I brought uh, a few dry sticks in my bag and a lighter and I've got my old frying pan. So what could be nicer than finishing our walk with a few fried mushrooms? It was nice that we actually found some, so let's do it. Yeah, and I think that's the kind of the, the, the point, really, isn't it? That you, you know, when you're talking about going out on these lovely, cold, wintry walks, you don't have to find the mushrooms. It's not about that, really. It's about getting out of the house, really. And I think we should all do that a little bit more. But if you can get out, if you can get out of the house into a wonderful space, into a place that is truly beautiful and really is about nature then so much the better and woods are usually like that you know even if they're woods on the outskirts of the town or um some cops in you know your park in 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 the city whatever it just replenishes our energy levels to an extent and makes us feel good and makes us connect to a a a more natural way of life even for a short spell of time but we did it so let's make a little fire and uh, go the whole hog and, and cook them up with my daughter's uh, old maths religion <laughs> yeah you are one of those people who just actually uses leftovers wherever possible don't you so you've got some old graph paper there yeah some some of my daughter's uh, maths scribbles and uh some egg boxes just to get the fire going yeah. i mean you can gather up stuff tinder from from the forest floor but actually everything's so wet at the moment yeah. it just saves a little bit of of time so pop and you're that putting down. that straight on the mulchy ground well i know there'll be no fire hazards yeah. everything's very damp as as we know it rained quite heavily yesterday mm. and into the evening so um yes when we leave, we'll make sure the fire's out. I've brought some kindling, just some um, cedar, actually. Very Which fragrant. smells delicious, of course, when you... Yeah, yeah, smell. Oh, my goodness, that is fantastic. It's nice and dry. It's left over from a shed I've been making in the garden. Um, but I've just split it very finely, as finely as I can, with a little hatchet. And I'll pop that down on top of the egg boxes and the homework... And again, you're just sort of covering the kindling um, over the tops in a sort of a, I'd like a little triangle, lots of little triangles, li- leaving lots of air to... Yeah, and just exactly that, piling on the, the kindling, making sure you don't smother it and block out all the air. 
Uh, I'm not doing it in any particular way. I'm just uh, pretty confident that I'm chucking it on. Pretty confident that the kindling is dry enough that it will take. Um, We all get frustrated when fires don't light, but it's usually down to having damp wood uh, and uh, tinder that doesn't take. So, yeah. 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 So what are you looking for with your fire? At what point is it going to be hot enough? When this kindling has burnt down a little bit and some of these slightly larger pieces of wood have taken, um, I'll balance the pan on top and it should be hot enough to cook over. Um, We're not grilling meat, you know, we're not barbecuing uh, fish. This is a pretty quick little process. Um, Get the pan hot enough to get the butter bubbling and uh, throw in the mushrooms. Listen, these mushrooms are so fresh that um, you don't really need to cook them. You could eat them raw. Um, do you want to have a little try? Yeah, absolutely. I'm trusting you here. Oh. You see that texture? Beautiful. Absolutely amazing. Mm. So, with that in mind, given we could eat them raw, flashing them in the pan with the butter and the garlic is... It's a very simple task. So you've got the butter sizzling away in your pan there. Of course, you've just flattened out some of the bigger uh, pieces of wood there, which give you a platform. It's like a homemade hob. It's brilliant. Yeah, it doesn't take much to, to move the wood around so you can nestle a pan on top. Um, I've got some butter and garlic in there, just putting the, the, the mushrooms in there. I'm throwing the mushrooms in. Some of them have got a little bit of the forest floor still clinging to their roots. We don't eat enough forest floor, perhaps. It's all good stuff. So, into the pan, back onto the fire. I'm going to put a little bit of black pepper from my little black pepper mill that my daughter found for me at a car boot sale recently. Um, Good pepper mills are so hard to come by. And this is perfect. A pinch of salt. And what you'll notice, Julie, is the mushrooms are starting to give up quite a lot of liquid. Most mushrooms are made up of probably 90% moisture. You want to drive that out, uh, intensify the flavour of the mushroom, and by the time that's sizzled away, uh, they'll they'll be good to go. So are these the kind of recipes we'll find in your new book? There are some mushroom recipes in there, but there's recipes for nearly every British seasonal vegetable you can think of. I suppose there's about 50 plants that I've focused in on. Um, Salad leaves, herbs, root vegetables, brassicas, leaves, the whole spectrum. Um, there's recipes for every day of every season really Um, ideas to give people more scope when it comes to cooking veg to broaden their veg centric horizons uh, for want of a better word and to encourage people through that to eat perhaps less meat and less fish and when they do maybe they've 
got the the extra money to spend a little bit more i'm not going to suggest that eating vegetables should be cheap um it's going to be cheaper than buying meat from the supermarket it's going to be uh, that's true that is very true but at the same time we shouldn't expect something that's been grown with love and care and in a way that um is sustainable and ethical to be cheap uh it's a it's a a slightly skewed perception uh, that we we seem to live in um when it comes to food uh i'm just trying to encourage people to to get the best ingredients they can and by doing so they are going to be having a a positive impact that might be a small impact but it's an impact and as you know many voices whispering still makes yeah. a noise changes the message exactly so those mushrooms are, are ready now We're gonna eat yeah them. they're ready to go you've got this buttery mushroomy liquor in the bottom of the pan and uh yes the hedgehogs looking delicious little bit of salt pepper garlic would you like to try indeed absolutely beautiful still really firm Mm. gorgeous garlic butter Mm. that's amazing texturally it's just joyous the flavor is wonderful they're not overpowering um god that's amazing let's sit down and eat our big (laughs) thanks for listening to the delicious podcast you can hear the entire back catalogue of the podcast at deliciousmagazine.co.uk slash stories slash podcasts. Next week, I'm back with Ken Hom, who tells us what he just can't do without at Christmas. I'll see you then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.